0: Listener production. For those who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and
1: Alex All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, 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 this chair is delightfully warm. Uh, thank you, Veronica Milson, for uh, for filling in for us while we were away. And a big thank you for joining us today. Matt and Alex back on All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Kine, I've missed you, my man. Oh, I missed you too. It's been, it was... Uh... It was a lot of fun looking back over some
3: of our uh, favourite moments from the last couple of months uh, last week. But yeah, we're back in the in the hot seat, baby, ready to go.
2: Got any um, big stories from lockdown? I mean, the holidays were a bit different to, to usual. Both of us are confined to the house apart from five reasons to leave. Um, you still managed to get up to some hijinks for us, Matt?
3: Well, I've got a list of things in my notepad that I'll uh, be talking about across the whole week, but let's get started. Let's just have a general catch up to yeah. get going. I mean, we've got we've got Click Fish going on a little bit later today. Our producer Bron is back with some of the headlines that uh, we didn't want to click over our little break. Uh, and we've also got a friend who's called up and asked a little favor from us. Mm. Uh, we'll be chatting to them uh, a bit later on, but Daiso, let's just have a little brief recap as to what we got up to
2: while we were away. Oh, it's so good to be back. Thank you very much for joining us. This is All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go,
1: here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: You ever been to Hamilton Island, Alex Dyson? I have not been to Hamilton Island. I've been to Hamilton, Victoria, uh, when I was running for as an independent member for that particular town, not far from Warrnambool, um, where I was handing out how to vote cards for Alex Dyson. Not many takers around Hamilton, uh, standing next to <laughs> <Yikes>. the... the <laughs> Guy who was running for the Senate for One Nation, who'd just been at a dinner the night before with Pauline. So <laughs> that's that was my last trip to Hamilton. Um, I've been to Hamilton Brisbane.
3: It's mm-hmm. a nice suburb. Lots of nice houses. Uh, I used to do comedy at the Hamilton Hotel just there near uh, Fisherman's Wharf.
2: Producer Bron, who we'll catch up with later, I uh, was meant to be watching Hamilton in Sydney, the musical, last week. Uh, well, that's why I bring canceled. it up. That's oh, why yeah. I
3: asked you whether you'd ever been to Hamilton Island, because I was... Neither have I, Alex. I've never been to Hamilton Island because I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be in Hamilton Island. Last week, had the Mm. tickets booked. Then, of course, lockdown happened. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to let lockdown get to me. Mm -hmm. All right?
2: Can't leave the state. I'm going to bring Hamilton Island to me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So at that stage, right, just as we started our holidays, the the day that we were going on holidays, our last shift, Mm -hmm. right, our last show, um, the beach here in Sydney was still within 10 kilometers from my house. Those you guys on rules, 10? I
2: oh, my God. Luxury. And so I was,
3: so I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go to the beach. doesn't matter. I'm not going to be in Hamilton Island. It's okay. I'm going to go to one of my locals and appreciate the fact that a lot of people come from all around the world mm-hmm. to visit these very fine beaches we have here. Yep. So I thought that's what I'm going to do on my holiday. Bant? No, you're not. 5Ks.
2: Oh, <laughs> I <laughs> thought so, you <laughs> sucker. <laughs>
3: So suddenly, right, 5Ks, can't go for more than 5Ks. Then I'm thinking, you know what? It's okay. Sophia's still at daycare. We're all good. I'm just going to spend my days, you know, maybe playing basketball. I might buy a skateboard, go to the skate park, (laughs) do some just random stuff that I wouldn't normally do.
2: Learn to do a kickflip.
3: Then that night, talking to a friend, a friend of ours that we used to work with, right? She's just had a baby. Um, I'm like, hey, how's it all going? She goes, we're in 14 days isolation because uh, there's a case at our local daycare and that's a daycare that's very close to my house. Yep. right? And she's like, and yeah, that's, for some reason they're not talking about on the news, but it's definitely happened and we're, in, we're stuck in our house. Uh, and then, and so we're not, you know, we can't go out. Mm-hmm. And so then suddenly me and Belle were like, oh, we should probably take Sophia out of daycare. Yep. And then Bell's like, well, I'm not on holidays. I've got to work. So then I was like, Oh, okay, well, I guess I'm, you know, I'm going to be looking after Sophia. So I went from Hamilton Island (laughs) to going to the little fruit shop playground around the corner from our house. Playgrounds are open where you are. (laughs) Luxury.
2: Absolute luxury.
3: Every day of my holidays was pretending to... Buy fruits from this little shop still at the playground with Sophia, and it was really beautiful to be able. Did you to make hang her check so in? She the, does it. She does. She the check does it. And actually, she oh, man, now she says so she goes, "Dad, where's your mask?" And we actually it was so good because we walked past these these two ladies talking the other day, yeah. and really loudly she goes, "Dad, why aren't those ladies wearing a mask?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, I don't know, Sophia. And yeah. then kept walking. But in my head, I was like, yes!
2: <laughs> Send out your little, um, your little informants.
3: I also kind of almost got stuck, uh, caught myself in the middle of a protest. Mate, what were you doing? Well, have a listen to this. It's hectic. The There's a protest happening. We're just trying to get the hell out of the way. Uh trip to the playground went went <laughs> hectic real quick there's a lot of running and action oh man i'm out of here jesus <laughs> oh, man <laughs>
2: that sounds intense
3: so we went to the playground and there's like all these horse like um like mounted police like mm. around the playground and heaps of like cops with batons and stuff, and we're like, "Oh, there's a rally." That's right. Mm. And it's kind of up the road from where the playground was. But we thought, "Oh, let's just have a quick play, and then we'll get out of here." <laughs> and then we didn't realize that the, the rally started at twelve o'clock. And so we had the quick play, and Sophia, like, it's so weird. We're talk, trying to make Sophia feel comfortable about, like, "Hey, look, there's horses and stuff." But that's, <laughs> the but guy it comes was up so, and punches him. <laughs> yeah, like it was so tense. Like everyone was so tense. We're like, "Oh, okay." And then, um, and then we're walking home. <clears throat> And I'm walking up the street and suddenly Belle and I are like, oh, my God, the rally's coming. It's coming towards us. Oh, no. And this is a very main road. We couldn't cross the street and suddenly we, we were faced with a wave of people I honestly felt like it was in a horror movie like Dude. zombies maskless zombies all like <laughs> rah, like walking towards us we were like cross the road we couldn't but we couldn't there's trucks and buses going past we're like, cross the road and there's people chanting as they're walking towards us and cop cars are screaming down the street trying to block them off and we're pressing the bl- light button going please just turn green please just turn green and then just as they reached us the lights turned green and we crossed the roads and all the cops came and swung in that's <laughs> What you were hearing just then, And it was lady. it was a hectic holiday. So from ha- Hamilton Island to um, suddenly in a in a protest, I
2: laughed at a, one of those protest signs, um, seeing it over the break as well. Because in the protest, not only is there. <laughs> you know, the people anti-lockdown with, without masks. And that's so funny because they say the most angriest at the lockdown, but it's hardest for the people who actually follow the rules and wear masks all the time, which, you know, is more annoying than just walking around not wearing masks. And people who are like, oh, you know, it's tough, we've got to go visit friends. No, there are people who are still not visiting friends, and it is tougher, and it's tougher on them, and they're following the rules. It's not as tough. It's never as tough on the people who are protesting because they're not doing it properly. But this guy um, had a sign, and behind his sign, it's just a protest side 9-11 missing links. I'm like, have you guys scheduled your protests wrong? Like, is,
3: why you I have to, to say, there's there's not very good unified messaging. Like, okay, look, yeah. I, I am not, I, okay, I, I have to say this very clearly, right? I have to, I have really have to say this yeah. very clearly. I am in no way in favor of the protests, right? Yeah. But but if I can give one piece of advice to the protest is please, please consolidate oh your messaging. Yeah. Right? Get it, get a marketer on board, find, yeah. find a leader. Yeah. Okay. Find a direction. Mm. Figure out a message and make it clear. Now clear and if, coherent. Yeah. If I was gonna do it, I would be asking the governments, whether they be state or federal, to be providing some kind of JobKeeper payments Yeah, more payments support again. for people to stay home That's because it. that can be and, tough. And and if you could do that and if you made that your message, I think people would probably get on board. Yeah. But as soon as the words 9-11 come up in this particular setting, I'm not saying that it's not worth asking questions about whatever you want to
2: ask questions about, yeah. but in this instance. <laughs> because I feel if you tried to start a chat there, you're like, all right, guys, here we go. What do we want? And then everyone will say something different. <laughs> <laughs> what about the truth about nine eleven. 11! Wait, wait, hey, wait, sorry. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> What are we doing here? But I found it funny because the other guy, the sign in this same photo of the 9-11 side was like, forcing us not to work is insane. We can't go on like this. And I found that really funny because you're right. That messaging, I reckon that's great messaging. We need more support for people who are, you know, w- without doing it tough in this situation Absolutely. when they're being forced not to work. Absolutely. But I, found, I think that this country was built on Chuck and a sickie. You know, we we don't want to try to wagging school, you know, we've been trying not to do this for so long. And you're out <laughs> there just going, forcing us not to work is insane. We all don't want to work. <laughs> you're just on that's, a, that's what I'm so confused about. Yeah.
3: I'm like, they're like, don't listen to the man. We should be out there working for the man. Like, I don't understand. This is your dream. Like, this is a dream for everyone. We should be fighting for money to not work. Yeah, exactly. So that we don't have to work. Like, wh- I just don't get it. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's our summary of our holidays. <laughs> so, yeah, to there's the no Hamilton Island, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we are social changes here, Alex Dyson. Um, so, yeah, look. <laughs>
2: All right, we're going to move on. on. <laughs> we got a bit of a <laughs> change of pace up next. Let's chat about <laughs> vaccines, shall we? <laughs> Let's
3: do it.
0: Yeah, A seventh coffee never hurt
3: anyone. Oh, well, I feel a barge. Well, Alex Dyson, I would be straight up lying to you if I'd said that this whole vaccination situation didn't cause me great anxiety. <laughs> Why is that?
2: It you, was, it like you try to buy tickets to Splendor or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> it,
3: was, it was, I tell you what, I was literally messaging people, like I was like, like people who I knew who had partners that were doctors. I was like, can you get me on like the? Can you can you get me backstage at Pfizer? <laughs> like, it was so pathetic. <laughs>
1: Right, and I don't yeah. know
3: why. Like, because here's the thing, and I'll, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Right, I, I I will happily admit that I would be in the in a category that what you would definitely ca- classify as vaccine hesitant. You would, right? Be. And it, I I reckon mm. I would be. You know, and and I was nervous about it, mm. and I'm not ashamed to admit that, um, because it created great. Hesitancy and anxiety within me, and I and and all the reason, I, wait, all reasoning. Is that
2: the, the, is that the <laughs> wait? You hesitant because of the the ill effects of the vaccine, or are you annoyed with how long it's taking to get
3: I, all of that stuff? So, yeah, right. so the messaging around two different types. The fact that, like, so when someone says, "Hey, you're going to have, a, you need to have a vaccine," you're like, "Okay, well, I don't necessarily want to do this, but I have to because this is the current situation that the world is facing." Right. So it's like. Uh, so immediately I'm like well I don't want to do this but I'm I'm going to have to I'm going to have to put my trust in a lot of people that are doing the right thing of which I'm doing right but that still takes energy you know that takes mm. that takes energy from your from your thinking right Then you get told well this is the thing you're going to take and you go okay well I'm going to take it fine I don't want to but I'm going to because yep. I'm trusting you all okay <laughs> yeah. And then they turn around and go No, take anything, take anything. And you're like, well, I've already thought about this one thing. And it's taken me a long time to get to this point to accept that this is what I have to do. So now you're telling me that I have to take another thing and that's fine. Except now you're also making me feel like a massive dickhead for not just jumping into it all of a sudden. It's like, I had to prepare myself mentally to do it. Okay. So that was hard enough. Then, then you get told that you're an idiot for not do, doing the thing that you weren't supposed to do about two weeks ago. Suddenly you're an idiot for not doing it when they told you not to do it. So it caused me a lot of anxiety, right? So hmm. I did want to focus on getting Pfizer. What was originally told was the thing that I was going to get. It's the thing that I had done my research for. And I personally felt like I felt more connected to that and I wanted to, I had better trust in that, okay? That's just my personal opinion. I'm proud of anyone else. And I actually thank everyone else who just went out and got AZ straight away. And the research is showing that it may have longer lasting
2: benefits, all that stuff. And I'm Pfizer proud has, of you. has very rare side effects as well as it's, AstraZeneca it, have a very rare side effects. They all do. They all have side effects. And now I just, AstraZeneca is, my... is like getting a tattoo and people are like, oh man, this guy's <laughs> sick. He's a rebel. It's popular again as well. And that shows just how you got two good vaccines and it's just the public consciousness swinging back between the each exactly. side because I'm not vaccine hesitant at all. People have gone through, they're making sure it's all good. I'm effort hesitant. Okay, which is why? why it's so annoying to be sitting there refreshing a page trying to get a vaccine. It's like, I'm a, that's, I'm a busy man. I've got other things to do. You well, know? that's what happened well, when I finally
3: decided to get it. Then I'm like, now it's, I can't even get it. It's impossible to get it, right? So then so then, once, then once all these people are sort of putting all this messaging out there going, well, you shouldn't be scared about taking a vaccine because because it's you're more likely to die in a car crash. <laughs> you're more likely to die in the bath. And it's not helping me. It's not helping me. I'm like now. I don't want to have baths. <laughs> now I'm thinking about every time I step out of the shower. Am I going to slip over and hit my head? Like it's just stopping me from doing more things.
2: Well, right? I can tell you right now, Matokine, that as we speak, right, I wish a few more people were a bit hesitant because at 7 a.m. this morning, I got up and went to stand in line at the vaccine centre, right, walk-in clinic, okay, to try and get people people vaxed. Standing there, okay, I'm. It's a footy oval. I am. <laughs> If if the vaccine uh, front of the line is at the starting of the four hundred meter track, I'm I'm sitting at the seven hundred and fifty meter mark at the back of this <laughs> line. Okay, this is an hour before. What, it was like lapping around twice. Oh, was is, it? I'm I'm probably seven to eight hundred meters back in this line. That and was I, like the I line for croissants. I was at <laughs> yesterday at my local flour and stone bakery. And people people start lining up behind me. I'm standing there in line. Um, car rolls up. Goes down, and goes, Oi, is um what's this? Is this the are you just walking up? Like, do you have an appointment or anything? I'm like, No, no, I don't. G'day, I use it. Dave Hughes comes up and asks me, fix <laughs> me out. Um, and I'm like, oh, but no, it's, is Astrazeneca Pfizer? Yeah, they got both of them here. I think they're give them away, so standing there. Two hours. Start. I'm uh, probably about halfway through the line. Were you with Husey the whole time? Nah, Husey was had to go to the back. I'm not saving a spot oh, for Husey. Oh, sure he did.
3: <laughs> I, reckon he, I, reckon, I reckon there's no way he went to the back.
2: Husey doesn't have a problem when it comes to uh, cutting lines at the front. <laughs> he <laughs> but, just went straight in. But standing there for two hours, only halfway through, I have to leave to come here for you, jokers, because, buddy, Chris Marsh, what's the, the footy? So i no vaccine for Dyson after two hours. What do you have to say for yourself, Marshy? I'm fully vaxxed, so thank yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. So I got to go back after this, get the back of the line again. Unbelievable. So look, what
3: happened? What happened? Can I just say that eventually, all this COVID Q stuff, I was f- trying to find out when I was going to get it. I finally decided I was going to get it. I wanted, was going to, ch- I chose my vaccine, and I was waiting. And the earliest I could get was October the second. But the problem is, and this is something that I had not encountered, and I, and I asked people to encounter it if they are similar to me when it comes to the vaccine hesitancy, no matter where you are around Australia, is that it takes a long, you know, it takes weeks for it to be effective, and suddenly I was in a situation in Sydney where it was knocking on my door, mm. and we weren't ready, and I and and honestly, we started freaking out. Me and my partner started really freaking out, and we and we 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 realized that we. We were staring down the barrel of a very long wait of feeling quite trapped and not protected at all in our house. Mm -hmm. And when it's knocking on your door, suddenly you go, oh my God. I, all the the hesitancy goes out the window and you're like, I really need to do this. And so I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there in much safer states who would have been like me going, oh, wait and see. I'll wait and see, I don't Mm -hmm. need to worry about it. But then suddenly when it comes knocking, you freak. And I was so, like, I, I was calling, I started calling everyone. I was trying to figure out how the hell I was, I was calling all these clinics. Do you have reservation people dropped out? Is there waiting list? Blah, blah, blah. I'm calling all around Sydney. I'm, I'm signed up to so many. Like, I mean, I tell you what, there might not be any tracking chips in the vaccine, but the government's got my details down pat with the amount of lists I put in. I put my details on every, every waiting list around, right? And then I called up my... Local GP, mm. literally across the street from me, the one that <laughs> we always go to. It's I can see it from my window, <laughs> and I said, "Look, is there any chance that you've got?" And they said, "Yeah, we just we had two people drop out today, and we've got back to back for you and your partner if you want to come in in an hour." <laughs> and that was it. When it took, mate, I had that COVID Q ding noise playing yeah. in our house over and over again, and it took. One phone call yep. to the people that we know and trust and they said, yep, we'll do it and an hour later we'd had our first shot and the relief knowing that we would we felt personally protected. Mm. I'm not about the whole we've all got to get to 70%, 80%, whatever. It's about me being protected and feeling protected and protecting my family if something goes wrong with me and Belinda that hopefully we protect ourselves to make sure that we're not in one of those cases where Sophia is left with no parents or two parents in hospital because we didn't do,
2: Absolutely. we didn't protect ourselves. So is, that was my vaccine hesitancy, there's also catching a disease hesitancy, which has killed- Millions around yeah. the world, so absolutely um, go and grab it to protect your family and the people closest to you, but also people who are vulnerable, immunocompromised, people who cannot uh, get a vaccine in that in that situation. If we can, uh, people who can get it will be uh, will be hopefully right to go once uh, the protection ramps up. So um, good luck to uh, to all of you out there, and well, um, good luck
3: to you, man. I mean, say, I, I can't believe I'm me, ahead of you in this race. Too. Save me a spot in the queue. <laughs> I'm heading back. I'm finished. I'm sucking down the, you know, (laughs) nice ice-cold sunny boy waiting for you to uh, cross the line.
2: Uh, Feels like we're back playing golf again, Matt. You're on the green and I'm bloody scrabbling around in in the the reeds. Order up. Just how you like it. Mm. perfect. Click, click, click.
3: Click,
1: click, click. Clickfish, clickfish with producer Bron.
2: Well, oh, one of our favorite things for a Monday is having a chat to our producer, Bronwyn, about the worst articles of the week that we guiltily are kind of interested in. G'day, Bron! Hello. Now you had a bit of a holiday as well, Bron. Bit of a break.
1: Yeah, I had a week off.
3: Did you miss What'd us? Did you get up
1: to? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I I did I got my jab. I did. Nice. Oh. My Ooh. first dose. I just cooked up a storm, drank a little too much and it was just chilled out. Did Lovely. you
3: feel affected by the jab?
1: Um, not really. Just my arm was a bit sore the next day. But then, yeah, that was it.
2: Yeah, sort of what happens to me after I pump some absolute iron at the gym. That's sort of <laughs> similar side effects there. Belle,
3: I was fine, but Belle got a little bit uh, knocked around. Mm. She sort of felt like she got, yeah, she sort of just felt a bit... It's Louis for a day,
2: I also feel a little bit sick after uh, we hear what the world is talking about uh, in the nether regions. Uh, Brad, what have you been finding this week?
1: So this one's from Seven News headline: Driver shocked after spotting very quirky passenger in McDonald's drive-through.
2: <laughs> oh, this is intriguing. I don't know.
1: Quirky passenger.
2: A dog that I was mean, getting a soft serve.
3: We've all we've all done the you know. Pretend we're in a car vibes.
2: Shopping trolley. Um,
3: (laughs) Shopping trolley, friend's bicycle, Mm. you know. um, Maybe someone on roller skates. They're they're very big at the moment. I I literally was just walking here to my little uh, little home office, right, after getting coffee, and I saw someone screaming down the street, middle of the road because there's not much traffic at the moment, middle of the road on some rollerblades. I thought he was going to. Fly around the corner and fling into the concrete, but uh, he managed to wobble his way around. Was it rollerblades?
1: No, this was in a Wisconsin Mackers, if that helps.
2: Wisconsin Mackers. Ah, oh! oh, was, was it Let Giannis think- Antetokounmpo from the <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks? No. <laughs> oh. who's that? <laughs> he was the, he um won the championship and MVP the last two years. Giannis Antetokounmpo, um star player from the Milwaukee Bucks, who I think went through a drive through. And the people were like, oh, my God, it's Giannis. And he, like, bought a bunch of stuff or something like that. Isn't it? That's not it, Bron?
1: That's not it. This, it was a... It, so it was just in a normal size. It was in a Buick sedan, but there was a cow in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> so in a in a very average-sized car, there was a live cow that was spotted. Uh, someone filmed it and put it up on social media. But the, <clears> the person who owned the car... Said there was actually three cows in the back because they were little calves. Calves.
3: What sort of awful punishment is that? Yeah. Just driving past a hamburger shop with cows in the back, like, yeah. better behave or you can end up in there. Like, what the hell? <laughs> The hell, who does that? Yeah, just ordering a burger and eating it in front of the cows. Like.
2: Yeah, that's a sick power play, isn't it? Oh my god, disgusting! My god.
3: <laughs> All right, well, uh that's good to know. That's, I mean, it, to
2: that's be fair, like, I wouldn't, have, like I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected that. It's like taking Matt O'Kine for a trip past the um, the Oscars ceremony, <laughs> 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 having him in the back of the car is like, look in there, mate. <laughs> Kind of. I don't know. Fraud. next story.
1: So this one's from CNN. The headline, eating a hot dog could take 36 minutes off your life, study says.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, okay,
3: let's be fair. It, You know, eating the hot dog probably takes 15 minutes.
2: All right. So Yeah, do they allow for the time it takes to eat it, Fraud?
1: So. They didn't mention that in the study. Oh, my God. Because I have so seen those really, hot dog eating
2: contests where they eat like Fifty-four hot dogs in ten minutes, or something like that. You see, see them absolutely chow down. If I, yeah, it makes watching them a little bit different. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Just lopping
3: friends episodes off their life per uh, per yeah. dog.
2: Well, I remember we went to um, <laughs> this is back back when I first started in radio. I went to a thing it's where I met Scott Tweedy for the first time from Prank Patrol, but is now living in New York. But um, yeah, we. They give it out free hot dogs, and we like did four or five each at the time. So that's terrifying, Uh-oh. Bron. Oh,
1: two you could have lived till,
3: yeah, you could have lived till ninety nine and two hours. But I no, tell you it's what, just ninety nine. That's the
2: worst thing because I was planning on watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy right before I died, and now I won't have time for it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs>
3: Well, what else is happening in the news, Bron?
1: So this one, this is an old story. It was sent in by James Fuller but like during our break, but I thought it's like the pinnacle of clickfish I had to do it this week. So, headline, Volkswagen cancels its most popular model. Oh
2: dear.
3: The Beetle? I mean, the Volkswagen Beetle is like the that's like the classic,
2: right? Did um did the car go to a university frat party wearing a really unfortunate <laughs> costume?
3: Offensive tweet. <laughs> The car tweeted some awful stuff back in back in 2010.
2: Is that why it, it got cancelled, Bron?
1: It was. <laughs> no, they pulled the pin on its most popular model, which happens to be its famous currywurst sausage.
2: What Volkswagen makes sausages?
1: Apparently, yeah.
2: You've you got a real bratwurst dog in roll themed clickfish today, Bron. <laughs> What's going on? cows in drive throughs
3: dogs in
1: rolls, (laughs) cars made in sausages. What's going on, Ron? I I didn't plan for this, but it's all tied together. We were on break for two
3: weeks, but it feels like the year 3000. (laughs) Is it? So, wait.
2: So is it like where you go to shop for a Volkswagen, like Ikea, they're famous for their meatballs or something, they sell these bratwursts?
1: They have a staff canteen where they... That's where forty percent of the sausages go to the company, yep. and then sixty percent are sold at just stores around um, Wolfsburg, which is where VW's headquarters are. Goodness
2: me, Volkswagen added again because their cars were in a bit of strife for doing this, but I, I reckon their uh, their hot dogs were, <laughs> were responsible for a few unfortunate emissions as well. Uh, the way they put them together, <laughs> goodness. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, thank you very much, Brad. Oh, God, it's good to be back. <laughs>
2: I miss you oh, all so much. Oh, I didn't <laughs> tell a single fart joke on my holidays. It's, it is so good to be back. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. We'll
3: catch you later.
1: Thanks, guys.
3: All day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, we've often told you listening that um, you are masters of your own destiny. Mm. And none more so than when it comes to this podcast. Whatever you want, there's a good chance you can get. I mean, people text in all the time. They say, hey, mm. can we talk about this? Or I've mm. got a story about that. And we're like, yeah, go for it. Absolutely. And it doesn't just extend to us talking about these topics. Like Sometimes yeah. it literally translates to the physical world in which
2: we can give you what you want. Yeah, because you're our mates and like when you're having, having to sit down and have a chat with your mates and you bring up a topic, it's not often we go, no, we're not talking about that. It's just what we <laughs> want to talk about. No, it's, it's what anyone wants to talk about or anyone wants to do. Um, it's like Genuine always said, uh, you want it, let's do it, write it, our podcast. And um, Dylan from Perth <laughs> has ju- done just that. He has called in. G'day, Dylan.
0: G'day, Alex. G'day, man. How are we today?
2: Good. Thanks, Dylan. Now, look,
3: some people just sort of ask, hey, can you click on this link for us? You know, they want Bronn to, to check out an article for Clickfish. Or other people say, hey, hey, Awesome impersonations, Matt. Really great impersonations. No, they do, Alex. They say it. Uh, they say, that. they say impeccable impersonations, Matt. Must Please have,
2: do. Must have gone to an inbox I'm not looking at.
3: It's the others. <laughs> uh yeah, you haven't seen it for a while. Anyways, look, <laughs> and we can do that, but you're actually, you're actually, you're really putting yourself out there, mate, because you want something that we have.
0: Yeah. I slipped into your DM because I thought. Maybe you guys could help me out for something for my wife's birthdays coming up um, uh, very
2: soon. Oh, cool! So she just wants a message from Matt and Alex to say, "Hey, hope you have a good day," something like that. We can do that.
0: Yeah,
3: sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, how's it going? Happy birthday! Uh, you're the best. Love yeah, for-
0: yeah. If you want to, if you want to slip her name in, it's uh, that's
3: Darian. Um, okay, great. Well, yeah, here we go. Here we go. We'll just we'll just get this phone call over and done with. Hey, what's <laughs> up? I'm Matt, and I'm Alex. And happy birthday to Darian. Uh, we wish you the best.
2: Awesome. Have a mad time. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening to the show. Really appreciate it. Catch you later. Bye. Is that all good then, Dylan?
0: That's great, guys. Since I've got you, I'm just wondering, maybe we could do a little bit more. Oh. Maybe, maybe you guys, she's such a big fan of you guys. She's, she's followed your work for a long time. Um, you know, wow. she enjoyed Australia's Got Flatulence recently. That was really good. Um, wow. She's a big fan of the other guys. Uh, mm-hmm. in on the,
2: she wants farts, doesn't she? She wants our farts <laughs> well,
0: because I mean, both
2: both that show adds. She has got fatulence. <laughs> a lot of fart jokes in both of those things. So I mean, as a nation, um, we,
0: we do one
2: more fart. <laughs> that's true. So what so can we, what can we do for Darian? Do yeah, you come on, spit it out.
0: Well, in my ideal world, I would love like to get him an all day breakfast robe if you guys have one lying around. Ah,
2: the all-day um, breakfast robe—the thing that has made lockdown worthwhile. Being able to just cruise around in the comfiest garments that uh, God ever created for us. Um, wow. I mean, we've given a few away. People are enjoying them, um, but usually people people win something or they they do something, Dylan, in order to in order to gain an all-day breakfast robe to earn. Yeah. It's right not like I can just I couldn't
3: just slide into the DMs of you know the the Olympic committee, say hey, oh it's my partner Belinda's birthday. She really loves your gold medals. <laughs> Mind if I have one? Yeah. I've got
2: to work, I've got to work. Yeah, I can't just go up to the buddy Golden Globes and say, Oi team. You reckon I can get one of those little statuettes? <laughs> you know, I haven't well. made a movie or anything. <laughs> so what are you what are you what are you thinking there, Dylan? You reckon we will just send one out to you?
0: Well, look, I mean, I am I have no shame and I'm willing to work for it. So if you guys have um, something in mind that uh, won't embarrass me forever, but, you know, low-key, temporary embarrassment, I'm happy to go with that.
2: Cool. Well, she sounds like – I reckon Darian could be worth it. What is it about that attracted you to Darian and it means that she's worth um, putting in the hard yards for an all-day breakfast robe?
0: <sighs> um, well, I mean, I can say all the, you know, the cliché things like she's smart and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, looks after me got a great butt and all those things and, and they are true all of them especially the butt Um, but I mean in short really she and I'll cop heat from the voice for this one but she really is my best friend Um, you know she's always there for me she you know she's the person I feel most myself with she's she's great in every aspect Um, she's always trying to be a better person and not that she's not a good person she's an amazing person but she just always wants to do better and do better for everyone else and yeah she's, she's just great and she deserves something great.
3: I'm very close to uh approving this situation mm. Dylan honestly I just want to know I just I, just my own personal interest when was the moment that you knew Darian was the one?
0: Ah <laughs> oh, damn that's always a hard question mm. um the moment uh
3: Hard questions for soft robes.
0: Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, I don't think it was a, a one single moment. It was a build up of of all of the great moments together. Um and just one day I was like, How how have you not married her yet? Um mm-hmm. and then yeah, one day I decided, yep, that's the way to go. And we we've been together for almost twelve years now, but married for three. Um
2: well, yeah. I- well, she sounds robe-worthy, is what I'm saying. We would have no qualms in having this incredible person draped in the delectable polyester cotton blend that is a Matt Alex's all-day breakfast robe. Um, <laughs> however, we're also quite lazy, Dylan, and so I think there's a way that we could get what we want and you can get what you want. I'm proposing that on tomorrow's show... Dylan, that you do most of the heavy lifting for us.
0: Oh, I see. And uh, you will reward me with exposure, I assume, and a and robe, of course.
2: <laughs> well, no, the <laughs> yeah. absolute opposite. We want you to cover up <laughs> in the beautiful Matt and Alex all-day breakfast robe. But yeah, Matt, we're, we're, we've been doing this podcast for a while now. We do it every day. Um, yeah, I hope you've listened
3: enough times as well, Dylan, to know a couple of our favourite segments, because we might just chuck you a few little challenges tomorrow. See whether you can stand up reach the lofty heights of your boys and go toe-to-toe with us in, uh, in the podcast challenge.
0: Oh, it's, uh, it sounds like I'm going to, you know, in comparison, I'm probably going to fail and it's going to be a terrible podcast for everyone listening, but i will willing to give it a go. <laughs> well, well, you only have to do we'll it for see. a
3: short
2: while. You're not going to take over the whole whole podcast, just one tiny little segment, okay? Yeah. And uh, Where well, we can you know. sit back and uh, put our feet up and, uh, Dylan, you'll do a bit of the heavy lifting when it comes to uh, all-day breakfast. Are you happy to do that with us tomorrow?
0: All right, as a favour to you guys, I can do that.
2: Fantastic. <laughs> the mutually beneficial favours will be happening tomorrow. Um, will Dylan succeed in his quest to get an all-day breakfast robe for his partner or will he not get one and will put out a bad podcast? I mean, the stakes are very, very high here and you'll have to be tuning in tomorrow in order to find out if it works. You good for us then, Dylan?
0: Yep, sounds good. Looking forward to it.
2: Can't wait.
3: See you then. This is Matt and Alex and Dylan. <laughs> All Day Breakfast.
2: Everybody wants to be a
0: pickle jar hero.
2: And that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast for today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It was a whole heap of fun. Thank you, Bron, for ClickFish. And uh, stay tuned uh, to find out what hoops Dylan will have to jump through in order to get his hands on the uh, the fluffiness that is the All Day Breakfast Robe. I tell you what, one thing's scarcer than a uh, than a vaccine appointment. Woo-hoo! It is uh, it is an all day breakfast robe. Oh, uh, I've up been for re- hours.
3: I, every time I get out of the shower at the moment, you know, after after I've washed Sophia and myself, and she, and Sophia will always say, "Where's my robe?" And then she puts her little robe on. She's got a little pink robe, and then she says, "Dad, where's your robe?" And she makes me put my Matt and Alex all day breakfast robe on. And it is a glorious way to uh, finish a shower, I'll tell you that much. Very, very comfy indeed. And then I comb her her little curly hair and we watch videos of cats hiding. Very <laughs> cute stuff. <laughs> I'm not joking either. It's uh, very wholesome stuff, I've got to tell you. Two well, of us sitting in our robes, I'm combing her hair watching cats hiding videos.
2: Yeah, uh, let's this try. is my life. Yeah, we really want to try and get back to work when that's what we are doing, <laughs> sitting in robes watching videos of cats hiding. (laughs) Right, well, i am got to go get back to the line. Hopefully um, they've remembered my spot. I put my scarf on the ground. That should be fine. Uh, But um, we'll catch you tomorrow for another big episode of All Day Breakfast. Keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex.
0: We'll see you then.
1: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.